Yar. Saw. I was <clears throat> muted for all that. I had a bunch of hollowbacks for you there, Hash, when you were doing that. What a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear, uh, didn't a, hear a bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Shame and a sham. Shim sham, flim flam man. Flim sham. So are we expecting uh, anybody else? Uh, Joe's going to pop in, depending on his attitude <laughs> about the game. <laughs> and uh, Yeti confirmed he was headed to the shower. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so probably not yikes. Uh, didn't sound like Coley and definitely not Justin. Um, so maybe Bo, that would be. Yeah, he, he hit me up on, and he, he responded at least to my announcement, <laughs> y'all, and meow. Yeah, I wanted to get him in for trivia night, honestly, but uh, <clears throat> I didn't think of it until it was far. Single greatest far background of all time. I don't care what you guys say. <laughs> I need a mic volume. All right. Why is he so touchy? Jesus Christ. Well, you touch it. You touch it too much. Yeah, quit touching it. Quit touching it. That's why it looks like that. Shame. <laughs> I'm going to Game of Thrones I'm, shame go, bell. I'm going to follow the Ron, the Drink with Ron formula of pissing off our guests right off the bat by demanding something from them they don't want to provide. <laughs> yeah, that's the, <clears throat> that's the key. I would like accountability, sir. <laughs> now. Serve us the account. Service it. I'm a paying customer, and I heard the customer is always correct. Maintain eye contact while you service the account. Now mitigate my anger, please. Well, I was tempted to change the dog over under because <clears throat> there's a second Ted in the house tonight, so. What? Yeah, we have, squared, huh? we have three dogs now, so. Um, I don't know. I think I'm going to leave it at 1.5, though. Is that going to be a full-time thing, or is this a house dog-sitting sort of conundrum? Uh, yeah, apparently she said we would watch this dog um, before we had a second dog. Because I said, why the hell would you agree to watch this dog when we have so much going on? So, oh, yeah, we, did, we didn't have him at the time. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs. Dags. Dinks. Dinks with Ron. That was a 35-yard completion. What's that get me? Completion to uh, Jefferson? Yeah. Jefferson Airplane. Skyship. Jefferson Starship. Starship. Spaceship. Which then just became Starship. We built this city on rock and roll. What an evolution for, for that band. Yeah. Start off, start off with White Rabbit and wind up with We Built This City. <laughs> Fucking shoulder pads. Yeah, that really makes no sense when you think about it. That's a huge... What an evolution. I mean, that's like a, as big of an evolution, I'd say, as like the Beatles. Going from, uh, you know, like the, the just the rocky rock rock of like the right. 50s shit all the way into like number nine on the White Album. <laughs> just like full on acid. <laughs> Well, that'd be great to ask our man Yeti upon his appearance. Mm-hmm. Greater transformation: Beatles to the white from the beginning to the White Album, or Jefferson Airplane? <laughs> a buddy of mine, we went through. I just took the audio file of uh, Number Nine and we put it backwards and cut all the hidden shit. And 
I still have it floating around on a disc here somewhere. There's uh, some creepy shit in there. I used to think that the White Album was my favorite Beatles album, and then I went back and listened to it recently, and I was like, nah, it's not anymore. It's up and down. It's good. It's got a lot I, of good songs on. It's got a lot of filler. Yeah. I uh, Last time Yeti was here, I asked him to explain to me why his favorite Beatles album wasn't Goathead Soup. <laughs> uh, different note, my boss yesterday saw the Pixies and Modest Mouse. Oh, wow. I'd see the Pixies. Modest Mouse doesn't do anything for me, but the Pixies are cool. Modest Mouse had a moment, though. and they're, they're Oh, yeah, for sure. They're from Issaquah, Washington, and so, oh. you know, not too far from Bellingham, not too far from Seattle. So they were a, a much better... Like, Death Cab for Cutie was always, like, the big Northwest band for a, for a lot of people, but to me, Modest Mouse was way better. I I, I missed so much of that stuff. I mean, I, I my formative years are so much earlier than y'all's with that sort of stuff that I... I feel like I'm always playing catch up. At least you're not playing Kesha, because that's bad music. Oh. I don't know. You brush your teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because uh, when you go yeah. out for the night, you ain't never coming back. Uh, uh. I am. <clears throat> My, uh, I have a buddy who went to high school with Kesha. Oh. And Little B, if I recall correctly, too. Rap, rap sensation, the based god himself, Little B. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem, it's me. Tea, time, everybody agrees. So my buddy lives right down the street. You asked that Taylor Swift question about the earthquake in Seattle. My buddy lives right down the street from the stadium, like less than a mile away from it. And he felt the shit shaking. Wow. Yeah, like yeah. shit was moving in his apartment. Crazy. I found the Facebook, or the, the, <clears throat> when they compared the seismographs from the Marshawn Lynch thing to the swifty thing and i couldn't find a number on the richter scale for the marshawn lynch but it was one third the the uh, amplitude and frequency of of the swifty party huh. well the swifty thing like the the marshawn lynch it was everyone in the stadium and the taylor swift thing you had people packing the outside of the stadium too. yeah it was five hundred thousand people outside too wow. yeah so that was the thing about it is just like the whole fucking occidental avenue i think is the the street that goes from what used to be the kingdom and is now t-mobile park to the what was Quest Field and is now Lumen Field. Looking good, yikes. I see you checking yourself out in the mirror. <laughs> Not really used to looking this way at the moment, but... Yeah, but they found his last hiding house. So Straight-laced? Yeah. <laughs> Straight-laced, yeah, totally. <laughs> Off to a new jump house. You know, we had, a, uh, we had an earthquake in Spokane, Washington the other day. Well, yeah, that checks out. Is everyone trying to get the hell out of there? Two point seven was only it was read on the Air Force base. And hear about it anywhere else. So huh. they're probably up to some shit. Well, out here in the National Laboratory, they've had they had the world's largest non nuclear explosion, and it was all train cars, and it caused an earthquake. Wow. Hmm. Is that recently? No. Eighty. That was eighty two, eighty three. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right before the Mount Bora quake. There was a, a thing that I was reading about where there was some munitions that were on a boat that got ignited and blown up, and it fucked up the Statue of Liberty back in the day. Yeah. Halifax, Nova Scotia got blown the blown the hell up. In, yeah. Uh, when that ha- that happened once, too, we, the Maritime Museum, we went, we went there back in the spring, and like 5,000 people blew up and died, like vaporized, because <laughs> the ship caught fire and then went rudderless and crashed into the pier and blew up. 
That's Damn. insane. Five thousand people is a lot of people, man. <laughs> for for back in nineteen twenty one or something like that. It's tail end of World War One. Yeah, that's like seven thousand with today's inflation. In this economy. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. Is it just us? Just now it is. Yeti is on the way. He's had to shower. Post post taekwondo, he had to shower. Oh. He doing the taekwondo or is his kid? Kids. Oh, okay. I did kid, taekwondo as a kid. Yeah, that's not the mental picture I initially got. I saw him all. I up. see Yeti pulling a pulling a Kramer out there, <laughs> just beating up little kids. Black belt in the asses. Yeah. <laughs> I could beat these guys up. Come on. I'll take two of you. Maybe even three. I see him being a good dad and coming into the Taekwondo dojo with the gi on and everything just yeah. to drop his kid off. <laughs> it's like solidarity outfit. So there was, um, did you, have you guys watched the Pablo show yet? No. I haven't watched any it's of it. It's a TV I've show. Listened. I heard it on the radio. <laughs> yeah, there was the one, I think it was yesterday, about the guy who choked out. Uh, or quote unquote, maybe choked out Mark Zuckerberg in jujitsu. <laughs> Do you hear about that? No, no. It's just interesting because like the guy was totally like down to earth and like super like honest and trustworthy, but he got into jujitsu. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> there we go already. <laughs> a little early for <laughs> like, that. I haven't, I haven't even had a drink yet. Like, I, well, I had one drink. Um, it's a really big one. But he, yeah, exactly. It's a but he got into he got into the whole thing through his son, like, and what a funny like gateway into becoming a viral person is that like Zuckerberg's ass. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because the wife said I had to hang out with the kid more. He's like, well, I might as well do this, and ends up entering a contest and facing off with Mark Zuckerberg and choking him out. You know, I get excited when I got an extra 25 bucks in the bank account. I can't imagine having $164 billion laying around waiting to do something with. Crazy. Crazy concept. And I am not behind this whole bullshit of uh, blaming the writers for all this nonsense. Right. Started with Samson, Drew Barrymore, Bill Maher, yeah, Kelly Clarkson's coming back now. Oh, Kelly like, Clarkson. Eh, scabs. You, see, you notice the uh, all the, uh, the, the the through line between all those people? They got to put the other people back to work. Well, they're all white. <laughs> well, so are most of the writers, to be fair. Well, yeah, but I'm just, you know, it's one of those things where white people in power in a country where white people are in power, they love to, like, do this thing where they speak blanketly and, like, blame other people for things that are way bigger problems than they're talking about. Bill Societal Maher is brought to you by Barry Moore. I always liked, but yeah. That's tough. So I've got this stupid football game on just in case it <clears throat> pops in. Right. Cause I don't know anything about football, nor do I care, Yeah, but it's on Amazon. Yeah. Yep. That's right. I, I, I look all through Hulu for like an hour and a half looking for it. <laughs> and I, oh, I think this is, is this the one that's on Amazon. I don't know. I think they started doing the Amazon Thursday nights last year. Yeah, and Am- like, there's right, a Thursday night yeah. game every day, every week, all year long, right? I believe so. Now, and I believe yeah. if you t- if you took a look at the slate that they had last year, it was literally like every week it was the worst game of the week. Right. It was unbelievable. How it how- no, not really. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's kind of odd. Uh oh! I thought Uh-oh. Thursday nights were reserved for the worst games. That's what it seems like. I think that's Europe. I'm not a European European. Hey. Hey. I got a urinate. 
<laughs> Hello, everybody. What's up, Yeti? Hey, hey. <clears throat> oh, dude, yikes. I think this is the first time we have been on record together or have spoken okay. outside of messages back and forth on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. I think I, I, I you have... on the last one correct. with me? No. No, I wasn't on that one, but I, I met you through spaces back during the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Were... Yeah, we did talk then. That's right. And I can't remember what we were talking. I we think talking? that was the musical episode. That was. Actually. That was after the musical. Yep. Totally. Yeah. So, Hashi, yeah, well, good to see you again. Oh, yeah. Good to see you. How you doing? Are, are those filter glasses? <laughs> Have you found <laughs> the weirdest... My Elton John's, you know. You've gotten a you've gotten a haircut since we last talked, then, huh? Uh, well, yeah. I always buzz my hair, so you might have just oh, okay. caught me right in the you know. I cut it like three days ago, so. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The man's not sporting the hat like usual. That's really just, what it is. That's, that's the, true. That's, that's the true. Part. It's yeah. it's too hot right now, so I gotta you know stay. It's cool. a, a a it's a, a um a sweltering seventy three in Portland. Ninety one. <laughs> Wow, that Ooh, is yeah. really my my last summer out in Seattle. We had it was um oh nine, and we had um it was ten straight days of one oh five plus, and you, know, you know, nobody out there is air conditioning because you never need it. Yep, until you do, until you do, and then and then boy yeah, howdy, bad. Yeah, that was... I think around that time, everybody in the Northwest bought uh, one of those uh, window air conditioning units. You couldn't get them at Costco because they, they were constantly yeah. sold out. There were lines for yep. them. Yeah, I yep. think it was Home maybe the spring after that then. I think everybody got them. But the, I remember that. That was a thing. That so. was such a weird concept for me, um, moving out there and people not having air conditioning installed in their house. Um, I, uh, you know, growing up in North Carolina, you got to have it. And I, I spent two years in Utah, and while they didn't have air conditioner, air conditioners, they got them swamp coolers. Yeah, and a tro- Troy, mm-hmm. that, that's I mean, that's what they run out in Idaho, right? Uh, we we've moved into the middle '80s now and have air conditioners, but yeah, the swamp coolers <laughs> still popular. <clears throat> yeah, the swamp coolers were. Oh yeah, that, I mean, this would be 23 years ago when I was out there. So um, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, it's a that's way of funny. like kind of cooling the air and humidifying it at the same time. But it's like it's like your central air unit. But it's pumping humidity and cool air. It's a wet cool. It's the worst of all the worlds. Oh, (laughs) that sounds delightful. Let's just just add, yeah, because it's not necessarily like it's it's so unnatural. So it's like let's just add this. uh, Make everything damp. In yeah. Ron, are you saying you've never heard of a swamp cooler? No, never. Wow. I think you guys got together in the group chat and decided to troll me with this made up item. I. So I mean, wait. Yeah, you don't have humidity problems in or problems with lack of humidity, and you're in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Troy, Ron, good to see y'all again. Indeed. Thanks, Yeti. During uh, your victory Surya tour, award winner Yeti, please. Yeah, oh, oh, shall, yeah. <laughs> shall lean in hard and heavy. Have no fear. Here's that. Suey Awards are given out on the Dan Levitard Show for Best Of in a variety of categories. This year, Yeti Blanc was nominated and won for Best Song for this banger right here. The sky seems to be falling and we're all wondering why. Let's turn on the news and find out how we're going to die. I've burned up my thumbs voting for that stupid greg cody song and then i had to go switch all those votes to we're all gonna die based on yeti's <laughs> recommendations well that, that was the thing is that i i uh look 
I would prefer the song that I put, you know, actual production budget into, uh, you know, producing and you know, pay, getting a producer and paying my buddy to do the. Uh, my, my, it's like the the actual actually is the only person from high school named Matthew Kelso. He's the only person from high school that I still talk to that isn't my cousin. Um, <laughs> and now that was most of my high school. That took a weird turn. <laughs> But um, I mean, look, I had to move to Seattle, so I wouldn't, you know, inbreed. And then we did our genealogy, and it turns out we're actually twelfth cousins. But um, uh, that that upset me quite a bit. Um, but <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, um, the what was? Oh yeah, so I, I, but I paid him to do the that that guitar solo, and then you know I, I had to pay for actual production on it and everything. But like, so and, and that one's a fully original song, and so I was like, I would love for this one to win, but you know. You got to kind of play it, go how the polls play, and when you, when you're when you're competing against yourself too, and yeah. we're all going to die. Jumped out to a raging lead, and I was like, okay, cool. Let's just put all the efforts behind that. I voted early enough that I was actually <clears throat> changing the percentages on <laughs> right, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can do this. We're up to eighteen percent, nineteen percent, twenty one percent. Came back an hour later, is like, oh. Looks like yeah, it's the, not going to be that one anymore. It's going to be the it was other in, one. Last year, you could see all the metrics, uh, but they changed it up uh, this year. The site that they used, you couldn't see the metrics anymore. Um, but you could you could get like real breakdowns, like when people voted and things like that. It was it was kind of hmm. neat if you're into you know at least mildly into nerdy analytics. Nerdery. Ooh, nothing the like data analysis day. to get me going. So, I see Humpadink on the screen. Humpadink, Humpadink, Humpadink. Hump-a-dink, hump-a-dink, hump-a-dink. All right. Well, as right as we get ready to start, uh, Hash disappears. So I let's know. filibuster for 16 seconds. Oh, oh he's... Hash is playing the Greg Cody role right now and just <laughs> leaving right about the time the mics are supposed to be on. <laughs> yep. Dino Nuggets? At least he has his headphones in. <laughs> no, I, need, I needed another beverage. Uh, yeah, I had my headphones in the whole time, so, you know. You know what? I actually need one of those two before we start. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the double Craig Cody here. So, <laughs> you, you people, I'm we're so proud it. yet. We've gotten so professional now. We all have earbuds, so we can I don't have talk over each yet. other. It's really, really first rate over here at the the free OSC podcast. Ron, we do what have something are you using, bro. <laughs> we do have a have a, a question for you before you take off tonight that'll that'll uh, surprise you since you you know you're a busy man and you don't follow any of us on the twitters. But I mean, you won't. You don't just follow us. We don't see anything, because we have something big coming up in November. <laughs> I see what you guys tweet. I don't think I've muted any one of you. I had to create. I had to create a list to get stuff to even see these guys. Like you'd think the people <laughs> I interact with the most would be in my feed. No, I had to make no, a friggin' I remember pod I was list. Caught, off, caught very off guard when I saw like a Taylor Swift tweeting, a blonde <laughs> Taylor Swift tw- tweeting on my timeline. I'm like, I was like, oh, that's that's Troy. Yeah, I was like, damn it, it's a bot. Troy Swift. I <laughs> love how it looks like right now that, that Humperdinck has a dong coming from his uh, <laughs> shoulder blade right into a right into Hashi's uh, <laughs> right into my oral hash. orifice. Right into Humperdinck. <laughs> All right, well, so, so what's your surprise-ish question? Well, it's not a question, it's oh. just a reveal. Oh, reveal. Okay, cool. And you said it's in for November, right? Yeah. Yeah. We would like you to come be in our parade in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, they... <laughs> I... <laughs> what are y'all doing? I'll, I'll tell We're you, I'm not going to be able to make it, but I do want to know what you're doing. <laughs> Literally a parade. 
Are you going to do like a, a second line parade? You're just going to yeah. build, build your own second line? That's incredible. I yes, absolutely love to, that idea. Shout out to Samo for being uh, the benefactor. Yes. One of oh, our really? listeners. Yeah. Samo's a secret billionaire, isn't he? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. It's in that insurance home. business, right? Yeah. And every week he's at an Eagles game, so you know what that means. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so that, that, um, no, I, I will tell. I will not be able to to make that because I need to be able to save all funds for the potential of there being another Moss Miami ah. this year in in December. And uh, and we're all, we're saving it. Well, we we just paid for, or we didn't pay for. It. We uh, we financed uh, uh, two new HVAC units lately, so that's you know hmm. four times the price of what I paid for my car. <laughs> I got a good deal on my car, but still, um, uh, <laughs> that, that's what that's why I'm, I'm I, I can tell I'm getting old because I'm. Uh, rating the cost of things based on other things that I've bought. Yep. And like, yeah. that, that's four of my cars. With my dad, it was always like mileage. Like, like he he was so homesick to go to Florida, you know, where he where he was raised. Um, and but we were in North Carolina. You know, he was raising us in North Carolina. And, and anytime we'd go, if we went further than Winston Salem, so about further than an hour, especially if we went to Charlotte, he's like, you know, two hours. He's like. May as well just go on down to Florida now. You know, we've driven this far. Why, you know, let's go home. Let me let me go see mom and you know, or my grandma. You know, and and uh, I mean, half the time I was like, let's do it because I loved going down to see all my cousins. But uh, but yeah, so I am now judging things in the price of other according to the price of other things. That's how. Yes, yeah, welcome, yeah, welcome. Hang in there; it gets worse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But no, so we got to pay for that, and then my daughter made the elite choir at school. Woo-hoo! Oh yes. yeah, pay for a Disney trip. Oh. Nice. So make sure you put that fundraiser out there in the world for those of us who you know follow you, so we can get it, get the, your Northwest slash Pacific Northwest slash Inland <laughs> people uh, supporting it. <laughs> so far, so good. We're 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 in good shape right now. But before it. we get on to this Yeti Fest that we're going to have later about Sueys and talent and production oh, you, and do you cool have a product dude. complaint. I have a product complaint. I'd like to talk to the manager. I'm very I've, upset by this. I've Not had that. my Yeti cup oh. for almost two years, and this Yeti cup is great. This Yeti cup fell apart and broke this little, into this many Yeti pieces. This Yeti cup stayed home. This Yeti and cup went. Wee, they've wee, both wee, been shunted from the dishwasher. They've all been hand washed lovingly, put away with okay. care. Oh, look at you! And um, frankly, I think Etsy needs to give you some money back. Troy, I'm going to get that taken care of for you. I'm so sorry that that has become the fate of one of your your Yeti cups. I uh, that bums me out. It really bums me out. But it was I'm, great. It was the story is pretty fantastic. Oh yeah. I, okay. Uh, no, this, see, this is where he he poses it as like something <laughs> something went terribly wrong, like with the manufacturer. But now we're going to find out that he like got drunk one night and just like you know like uh, threw it up and uh, like a clay <laughs> pigeon. Skipped it yeah, across the actually, AstroTurf. I put cold water in it and set it on a table and came back five hours later, <laughs> and it had blown off the pieces. So Weird. something thermally had happened along the way. <laughs> but it didn't have ice cubes in it. But, that uh, is anomaly. Very strange. I just knew that you're such a good dude. You would feel bad about it, so I had to bring it up because you've got to keep, <laughs> keep, keep you down before you get too high. I don't feel bad that you told me about it. I feel bad that you had to. And, uh, man, that sucks. Well, guys, this is going to be a really bummer of a podcast. I was going to say, are we going to hit the intro on that note? Yeah, totally. It's football time, and we sold our dime. Oh, wait, that's the old tune. (laughs) Right? (laughs) TGIF! Wait, I was singing that at two times speed, I think. Yeah. (laughs)
All right, here we go. Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, let's proceed. One for the party, baby, puff on the road, drumming, knock back a drink. Welcome back to the Outsider Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, drinks with Ron, and I am still paying for trivia night last night. Usual rules apply. You drink if you hear a dog or a cat or a bong. The over-under for hearing dogs on the podcast is 1.5. Speaking of over-unders, Troy, what is the over-under for tonight's special episode? Oh, Ron, we've got a special episode is right. When you have a guest in the house, you got to cater to their needs. Tonight, we're setting the over-under at three and a half you hoos <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I couldn't handle much stronger than that. Uh, There's stories. I have stories. <laughs> <laughs> Limited crew tonight, uh, fellas. Uh, Hashi, say hey. Hey, hey, hey. And uh, Yikes Mountain is also with us. What's happening? Hey, Ron. How are you? Happy to be here. I am slightly hungover. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Paying for last night. Troy, uh, speaking of slightly hungover from last night, I'll throw it back to you. Um, why don't you intro the guest for tonight's episode? Well, thanks. Yeah, we have a recurring guest, we're proud to say, coming off a major career high. Uh, you might know this person from his kind and gracious Twitter feed. You might know him from the Greg Cody show featuring Greg Cody as a producer. You may know him as a original music writer, Pebble Road, as well as some other things. That's but more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, you'll know him as first time Suey winner, soon to be many time Suey winner, Yeti Blanc. <laughs> hey. Oh, wait, I forgot. Ron's a professional and has his own sound effects. And here I am trampling yeah. all over them with my. No, it's perfect. They layer together. It rolls here. That's how we do it. Is that a yeah. seal or was that a dog? Yeah, I was like, was there a walrus in the background? <laughs> it, it I do feel bad that that won't a... be isolated, honestly. <laughs> it maybe started as a dog and then it went to more uh, Alki Beach seal type um, went levels to a... of things. If you know, you know. Um, oh, yeah. I do. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever that was. Hold on just a second. Andrew Streeter's trying to interrupt. I am recording with the people outsiders <laughs> social club. Doesn't he have to be like in a Twitter spaces arguing about college football with somebody right now? <laughs> you want to you want to bring him in? <laughs> Talk about Wazoo. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cameos are welcome. They yeah. just asked if you shouldn't you be in a uh, Twitter spaces arguing with someone about college football. Do you want to make a cameo appearance with us? I've noticed that sometimes when I'm doing an actual like voice text, like recording, voice recording, I'll still sometimes say question mark, period, mm -hmm. comma. And <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm yeah, of, so I'm here. I'm kind Thanks of amazed for, by you guys with your... Like, I don't, I've never texted to voice, uh, voice to text ever. I've never done this. This, I, uh, I'm so 
old, I guess, that I, I kind of I do that. It's just like I hate so much faster in a way, in a way, for sure. Like because I mean, well, when when there's a lot of background noise, it's it's the worst. Mm-hmm. But it's funny when Greg always texts us. He uh, um, he'll uh, he'll he'll voice text, and it we we have some funny. Nothing funny enough to share publicly, but yeah. you know, funny enough to make me laugh always. That's yeah, kind of how these we feel. guys are used to me. I was going to say that's how we feel about Ron. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah, even I know you could. I didn't know you could do that into a Discord. But some of your Discord voiced Discords have been uh, quite epic. It's this yeah. new tech thing, but it's but it's also at the same time it's a. Uh, it's funny that that I think the older generation is more likely to. Uh, to uh, to do this or to to uh, do the voice text. Sorry, I'm so distracted. Let me turn my sound off. I am not being a professional. I did just send Fine. Andrew. You're on the perfect podcast for that. Yeah, you're these? He keeps asking, who are these people? And I don't have time to explain because I want to be <laughs> present with you all. So, no, you know what? Th- this is actually, you guys have the have the first dibs. Um, <laughs> he just messaged and said, don't tell them I don't know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Gosh, uh, too late. Perfect. Uh, oh right, man um but no th- this is the first that. uh first uh interview or discussion i've had with anyone since being awarded the the, the suey so all right yeah, exclusive straight for you guys like we, we haven't even done the greg cody show where we celebrate yet that's oh. tomorrow wow. yeah so well, you guys will probably get yours dropped first i think <laughs> come on but ron we, chop chop we I have it I, on record we have it on record. Me saying that I was here first. Yeah, I was you guys. You guys drop Sundays. Well, uh, Monday morning, Friday, Fridays. Uh, yeah, th- we drop Monday mornings, but we record oh, okay. Fridays. Well, then so do we. It'll be a tie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Monday mornings, seven a.m. Eastern. The Greg Cody Show dot com. Oh, it's we will be first. Com. We go at uh, we go at midnight. Yes, you do. I notice. Well, in all sincerity, Yeti, I listened to the, the, the Greg thing last week, and I want to say congratulations. It does mean a lot yeah. to you, and I think it's great that you're watch. I've, I get to, I feel like I've got to watch your public career kind of go places. It's been really cool, and I love the fact that I can be supportive in weird things, you know, whether it's the 10 cents on a SoundCloud, whether <laughs> it's a thumbs-up emoji, whether it's an eyeball whenever you rail on David Sams for being a dick. Whatever it is, I'm glad I can be be a supportive, and I feel like I'm I'm your number one Idaho fan, and, and count me in, buddy. <laughs> it's Amen. a it's a it's a double eyeballs. It's eyeballs, balls. We're talking balls, people going at it as hard as they can. I, President I of the Idaho chapter. <laughs> no, um, no, yeah, Troy, you've been around for a while, and uh, no, it's it's been fun. I, and I do say, like the the best part about winning the Sui is I can finally calm my ass down about this. Now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like like it, it did become r- yeah and it's like look do i want to win another one sure but like i can honestly say like it won't hurt if it doesn't happen again you know just want to be able to put on my resume that i'm a, I'm a suey award winner and don't right. don't don't get me wrong it will be on my resume <laughs> suey's plus minus if i ever get back on linkedin it'll 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 be on on my linkedin page for sure yeah hell yeah um, 
I, I found I don't I don't have much use for the site right now, but if I ever get back on, it'll be there. So, but, but it's definitely going on my resume, and I think that was the main reason I wanted to win one, just so I could <laughs> completely baffle people by having Suri Award winner yeah. on my on my resume with no explanation. Those are the kind yeah, of intangibles employers are looking for. Yeah, well, look, yes. I, I I have for years. I've had mild oddball, <laughs> like like a, on my resume it says mild oddball and proud of that distinction. <laughs> and. uh and so, yeah, like, like, cause I want them to see personality. I got, I didn't get a job solely because of this, but I, I did get some attention, um, from somebody because my, uh, right when I moved out to Seattle, it would have been, oh, seven. I, I left J- uh, December 29th. I left North Carolina, December 29th of oh six and got there, you know, the first week of January. So took my time and snowstorms got me stranded in Tucumcari, New Mexico, for a night on New Year's Eve, uh, yeah, the 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 Texas USC game. I was I was in uh, Tucumcari, New Mexico, um, or maybe that was New Year's Day, and I was driving. I was I was you know on a fourteen in the middle of a fourteen hour trek. But anyway, beside the point. Long story. Um, but I uh, two thousand six People's pers- uh, or no Time Magazine's Person of the Year was you. It was all of us because YouTube had taken the world by storm and they had a computer with, and the screen was a mirror. So when you held up the magazine, uh, it was you. I'd forgotten. Um, I won that. And, and so that was my, my voicemail message was, hi, you've reached me. Uh, time mag one, of, uh, one of time magazines, people of the year, 2006. And, uh, you know, nice. you know, as you can imagine winning such award, you know, you, you it makes me a really busy person, hard to get a hold of, but leave a message, I'll call you back or whatever. But the, the company, the first company that hired me in Seattle, um, they, they said, we heard your voice message and I'm like, okay, cool. We've got someone with, with personality. And I was like, take that dad. Cause he, he wanted me to change it. <laughs> You're never going to get a job. If you... I'll take you seriously. Right, 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 right. You know, <laughs> And I was like, if if that's going to be a reason that someone doesn't want to hire me, I don't want to work for them anyway. So you're not Taco Bell material with that kind of shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, the, totally. The manager along, at Subway right? is like, what the hell is a suey? I don't care. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> Yeti Blanc, we've allowed someone into the room. One Someone from your past is here to congratulate you on your suey award. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Andrew Streeter. Please. Sorry, I was I was late. Um, I was uh, um, you know, I was busy arguing with somebody and I tried to Twitter. <laughs> I tried the spaces with y'all and I got lost, so I had to give them up. But I appreciate Come the on. efforts. Is that uh, where you were? You reaching out because you wanted to do a space tonight? Yeah, actually, I wanted to bring you on so that I wouldn't be tempted to argue with people. Um, <laughs> Were you wanting to start one, or were you wanting to join one that was existing? No, I wanted to start one for no reason at all. That's what what I figured. You didn't want to start one to welcome me into the Brotherhood? (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. I was going to ask. So I'm meaning to ask you. So now you're enough, right? I am enough, (laughs) finally. I'm finally worth something. I can't wait for my wife to to, 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 to understand that. (laughs) You print something off and frame it. Exactly. Now you can finally be enough. I can finally be enough. <laughs> yeah, welcome. Welcome. No, I was say I, this is this is these these you know two Sui awards have definitely afforded me a lot of things in my life that um, <laughs> opened so many doors. I could go so many places, but I will not because I love that you. Would not, 
<laughs> would not otherwise. What do you mean? <laughs> I am not going to say. <laughs> oh. A lot of free cocaine. That's all I can say. <laughs> Teach their own. Yeah. They, he would just turn around and sell because, you know. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> to Tony. He'd give to Tony to flip for him. That's what it would be. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, no, good to see you again, Andrew. Um all the time. I was just, t- but I was just telling you, like it's nice, strange. Like, like the, the, oddly enough, the best part about winning is I can finally calm my ass down, and like it's like, sure, I'll take another one if I can win another, and I'm not going to stop trying, but it's not going to hurt. Like, and, and and I mentioned this on the Greg Cody show. It's dumb that I care so much. It's so dumb, but this is my exposed nerve, and <laughs> and and this is the this was the one that like. Just, just really was I was like putting myself out there and and would you know like was would get hammered and uh, but not in the way that Ron does that leaves him <laughs> feeling great for the evening until the next morning and yeah. possibly even through the next night. <laughs> trivia night was rough. <laughs> we yeah, so, do, so do Andrew, trivia let me, intru- let, let me introduce you guys. So this is Ron drinks with Ron. He's he uh, he helps start the show with with Troy. Um, Drinks with Ron. I met him. He got he uh, got a Greg Cody show sticker. Oh yeah, and, it's, on the, uh, it's he, on the tapper he, back here now. He shared he shared a video they did, uh, you know, kind of like an early Drinks with Ron podcast, I guess, video podcast. And he's just standing there and he's talking. It was funny. And so and then uh, um, Hashi and I met. He had me on his um, on uh, the the what is now called Pitfalls of Nostalgia, but it was or, no no Nostalgia Pit now Pitfalls yes. of Nostalgia before. And um and but now you've got a new show, right? Yeah, it's a musical show. It's called Below the Noise, where we interview musicians and in studio in Portland. And uh, it's like a hybrid of Inside the Actors Studio and Tiny Desk Concert. But Very Andrew, sweet. I met you in at Moss. Yes, this Andrew. Is this this is Hashi is who the picture you sent me of a Yeti Blanc hat in the wild. This oh, that's yeah. Hashi. That's who you who you met. Well, yes, sir. And um yeah. uh, and then so Troy, circle. Troy is from Idaho, Squirrely Dan's older brother, and he's followed us for a good while. And then Yikes Mountain, he is from everywhere, between Minnesota and and uh, uh, did were you did you live in Seattle or is it more Bellingham or no? Hash, I lived in, in Seattle. Uh, I think. Uh, when I met you, I don't know. I lived in Portland, and I'm, I'm back in Spokane, Washington. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're in Spokane, yeah. but you but you've got Minnesota ties too, right? I do. I uh, I did spend my formidable years and went to college in the Twin Cities. Yeah. yeah don't so forget that uh, time Dykes you lived is in actually tent. a fellow yeah. Low fan, Andrew. So one of, oh, one of the, yeah. the I think those, that's kind of how we connected. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is uh, one of the six Low and <laughs> Levitard fans that are out there. It's a big loss for you know Minnesota. Yeah, with, uh, yeah, with Mem, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If y'all, if y'all haven't heard Low, I absolutely love their music. It's not music for the masses, but it's just, it's just absolute beauty. And, and it's, so, if you, if you enjoy beautiful things, go, go check them out. Beautiful things, so touching. <laughs> it's really hard for us to be sincere on this podcast, Yeti, but we're gonna try because you know okay. it's your night. I was gonna ask you a, a interesting question, and feel free to not respond or be very guarded in your response. That's okay. You know, um, I was very involved in church as a youngster and as a young man and all the way through college even. And I found that church music wasn't my jam. And 
that, that turned me on to all the other stuff that came through. You know, the late 80s through the, through the middle 90s was my, my formative years, and I did that. I realized that your church is a little different in terms of music, but did, how did church plus or minus, you know, plus negative or positively impact your passion for, one, knowing music, you know, pre, pre-kids, and two, getting into it as a, as a performer? So uh, you know, church, I think, is where I first learned that I didn't mind singing. I, I didn't grow up when I was a little, little kid. I have no memory of running around with music in my head. Now, that might have been the case. I just don't remember. I do remember uh, my but, but my parents w- would sing. My dad, you know, just naturally an ear talent like like, he, you know, he couldn't read a look at music. Even when he was in marching band, he, he just he played the baritone and uh which is like a marching flugelhorn for those who don't know I'm, I'm right on that andrew right it's like it's like the flugelhorn for marching or french horn for marching oh you said the flugelhorn the the baritone is what is what he played uh the baritone the euphonium phone oh, okay yeah 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 no flugelhorn is the marching french horn pretty much right well it's like it's like a trumpet the flugelhorn is a trumpet right um, the right. mellophone is the marching French horn. Uh, there you go. Okay. Go. Yeah, so yeah, dad played the baritone in the marching band, but he couldn't read the music. He just picked up on it, you know. And it's yeah. bass lines, pretty simple enough. And yeah. uh, But it my mom my mom played piano and... Technically a euphonium. <laughs> it's the dude goods! Hey! Um, <laughs> hey, man. Um, Streeter, so good to see you. But uh, Hey, man. Good to see you, too. Uh, don't watch the Vikings game if you're not watching it. Sucks. <laughs> I just I watch them score. The um, but no the uh, so but mom played piano and there's there's recordings of us singing together. But it was all yeah church huh. church songs and stuff like that stuff from what we call primary um our primary class. It's the the kids Sunday school. Um, and but I the, plus minus what, what I really remember on thinking about music was there was a kid at school named Tommy Lawrence at church named Tommy Lawrence. And he always, I thought he sang well. I really don't have any memory if he actually did, but I remember as a kid, I thought he sang well. And I noticed he smiled when he sang. So I started trying to smile when I sing. Maybe I can sing like Tommy Lawrence too. But then that's, so I guess I learned how to sing through church um, because I, I wasn't, I didn't grow up with popular music, anything until I was around 10. Whenever Madonna's Justify My Love came out, because that was getting all sorts of scandal because of how racy the video was. And I had cousins that just moved up from Georgia to North Carolina, and they were into the radio. They were my age, but they were into the radio. And uh, so they played that for me, and I was like, ooh, I remember seeing this song on Entertainment Tonight. Ooh, ooh, you know. And, uh, 1990. And, uh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, so or 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and then it, everything just kind of exploded from there, from the popular radio perspective. And Church music's interesting for me. I've never been able to get be behind like the worship bands and things like that. That's never moved me in any way. Um, but I'll sing in church. Like I'll, I'll perform like if they want someone to sing a solo or with a couple of people in church. I have no problem doing that. Like I feel there's a, a mark of delineate. For me, there's a there's a delineating line between um, kind of poppy worship music and more fanny crosby versus um sacred sacred's one way to put it, but that's really subjective what someone holds sacred um the uh, reverend reverend which is weird coming from me who i love irreverence in most forms 
but they're there so and and so for me i don't i don't hold anyone else to that standard but that's just what i hold for me and i don't and and like I'll, look i'll tell you i put on some i'll put on some uh tabernacle choir on a sunday that 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 gets me going for what i want my sunday to be i don't do it every week but like if i need a little extra spiritual bump to kind of get me you know, like, like if I'm tra- if I'm teaching a lesson that Sunday or something, you know, like, yeah, I'll throw something like that on because music does move me in that way, um, even on the spiritual side. But for the most part, I'm yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm a rocker man through and through. And uh, go ahead. Andrew. Singer first, musician second. I was going to say, man, because like 20 ish years ago, Yeti and I, uh, he, you know, we performed at a couple of different church functions. One was a youth conference. Well, he right. was at, he was too old to be there, but he played at this youth conference with <laughs> me and his brother. I weasel boy into being a chaperone. Wake Forest, Wake Forest, and my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we uh, we also the first show that my band ever played was actually his band's last show, and it was at a church building. We like uh, were in the gym. It's a free auditorium, you know. <laughs> it, it loud, but it was it was a lot of fun. There's we there's still video. I still have video footage of that. You do? Yeah, I have a VHS that I have. Oh, I, we, uh, we got we got to make that happen. Got to digitize that. That'd be fun for a lot. Because we recorded it too, but I've I think those tapes are long gone. November of is November 9th, two thousand two. Wow. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> you youngsters are so cute. <laughs> well, I was 16. I just turned uh, 16. I was right. trying to uh, like impress Andrew's sister. Like, yeah, I invited your brother to come you know, play a show with us. I didn't know it was their first show. But I was the just trying to be like the cool guy, you know, and it didn't matter. Music, <laughs> music is generally pretty important to Mormons, um, especially like Mormon families. You know, growing up, you're listening to show tunes and like drinking root beer floats, and like that's what that's what fun is. Um, <laughs> and you know and, what? It is. It is fun. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Absolutely. and that's. <laughs> so I mean, generally, I think that like you know, even if we're not, if not most of us are are surrounded by popular music until later. Although I definitely was, because was raised by a single mom who's a little had a little of a bit of rebellious streak. Yeah. Yeah, she she corrupted you with all that John Denver. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had like the coolest, like the coolest vinyl collection. I remember as a kid that she, when we were, when our house was getting foreclosed on, she had to like sell, and she was selling them for like a dollar a piece. And these oh. were like pristine. She's like, well, we don't do records anymore. This is like 1993, and she's selling all this vinyl at a yard mm. sale, worth so much money. Oh. It's absolutely tragic, but yeah, no, I think in general, it's it's. It's it's interesting because we you know I think a lot of a lot of uh, you know church church going folk sing songs but and and sing as part of like their worship but like you know it's a very tame endeavor when you're talking about Mormon services it tends to be a lot more uh, reverent um, and and what have you. <laughs> well, move on back out to East Idaho, boys. Uh, we have uh, all day Sunday fun day across the board with the radio stations out here. It's oh, all tabernacle all the time. So uh, East Idaho is <laughs> where you should be. And I'm I'm now hiring, so whatever y'all do for real life, um, let me know because I got a real life too. <laughs> I need I need friends. I have a funny story about it. Made me think. Um, I I grew up in the Lutheran Church in Minnesota, and was playing in bands in like you know seventh and eighth grade, uh, junior high. <clears throat> and the first band I was in was called Sebastian Orange, which was named I think after Sebastian Bach. 
from <laughs> what band was that again? Skid Row. Skid Row. Skid Row. Skid Row. Yeah. Yes. Sebastian Bach uh, and Orange. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but we got hired by the local church and it wasn't the church that I went to, but it was like another Lutheran church um, in the area to come play tunes uh, like on a Saturday afternoon. And all we knew how to play was like, I don't know, like uh, hair metal like poison <laughs> like you know like all that like a good 45 minute set of like poison with me, maybe like a Jimi hendrix tune mixed in please tell me you played sister christian we did not play that that would have been <laughs> <great>. <laughs> but uh christian, i remember getting done with that they were not happy about it and on the ride home my mom was like i don't think that was appropriate to play. And I was like, that's all our band knows how to play. Right. Like no alternate material. And I think my response was something to the effect of like, well, we didn't cover Metallica. (laughs) Look, even the Osmonds put out a couple of hard rock slash minor metal songs. Yeah. They were total bangers, but listen, (laughs) I was in a, a, well, I was in a punk band. It's funny, man. Cause there's a lot of, you know, I think you get this in probably a lot of different, you know, Christian sects. There's there's several people that did not did Maybe. not <laughs> they did not agree uh with, you know, a 17, 18, 19 year old kid playing, you know, bars, sketchy bars, playing playing fast, aggressive musics. But Greg Greg came to my Greg came oh, sorry, Yeti. Yeti came to some shows. He I knew. did. That was comically weird. Gosh, I wish I had a picture of that. (laughs) Comically, like, I'm just towering over all the high school students there. And uh, because I'm I'm like 23. He's a giant tree of a human in there with all of these. (laughs) And they're all just kind of doing the standing around like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I am jumping as high as I can, swinging my shirt, my, my, not my shirt, but my jacket. Yeah, he took his jacket off, and everyone just stopped and stared at that happening. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, they're playing all my life by, by Foo Fighters, and uh, and I'm just losing my mind because I can't sit still. And uh, yeah, it got, was... me going. got me going. I was enjoying it. <laughs> hey guys, can I jump in? Um, this is a short podcast, and you two are really tall. Have you guys gone over your height? <laughs> Oh, Trader, I'm gonna say long. like six six. I am. I'm almost six five. My six, dad's five. still calling me. Yeah, it's funny. Six, I was I'm meeting all one. these people at Moss when I was meeting all these people in Miami. Everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh, you're so tall!" <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm, I make fun of everyone on this podcast except myself because I'm a lot taller. Than I was them. gonna say, aren't you taller than me? I'm six two. What are, what are you? I remember when you were completely trashed at Moss and like like speaking one centimeter from my face. You were looking <laughs> sound pretty far. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like me. Yeah, you sure that's the same guy. That was the whole weekend, man. That was your whole weekend. Must have been uh, somebody else. That's yeah. Joe when he goes anywhere <laughs> from right. six two to like five seven in any five seconds because of his intoxication. <laughs> well, no, he's just always hey. Hey, Miami was really loud. To to your benefit, it was really loud because, like, I feel like anywhere I was, because that was a huge space. But anywhere I was, I turned around, like Joe would just like show up. Yeah, but that that is (laughs) thing—he was always right there. He was everywhere. It was was like Batman. 
and no and respect for security. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take it as a compliment. I'll it was. Oh, I loved it, dude. It was. It, I, <laughs> it was great meeting you, and like like I saw you, but I did see you per cat like more than anybody else that night. In like like it How's wasn't he keep for long getting back here. But yeah, look he at that tall fellow over there who falls down a lot. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Well, thanks, Yeti. That was the first first and only real question I wanted to ask you because I've, <laughs> I've been wanting to ask you that for a very long time just because I think I know a little bit about how, you know, you've talked enough about how you grew up with that thing. So, yeah, I thank you lo- so I, much. I think a lot of people find music through church and it's like whatever, whatever gets you there. If, if you but singing if you versus music love. was the part that I was fascinated by. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it, it's, I, I, but I, I will to, it was a girl who got me into like, of course it was really wanting to sing. I, I had a girlfriend in seventh when I was in eighth grade. Don't tell mom. Um, <laughs> and, uh, cause I wasn't supposed to date till I was 16, but, uh, <laughs> I had one girlfriend That's until cool. I, uh, until I was, um, 22 and, um, but, uh, she, um, or was it 23? Yeah, I was 22, 22. Uh, but, but, uh, she was in seventh grade. I was in eighth and she was in chorus and so I had to sign up for high school classes. And I'm like, we'll be together next year or, you know, in, after a year, totally. I'll sign up for chorus too. So when you're in high school, when you're in ninth grade and I'm in 10th, we can be in chorus together. And uh, that relationship lasted about five weeks total. And <laughs> so, and then she left me for Jeff Slowick, who used to be my friend. Oh, what an ass. I know. Jeff Slook. Funny thing is, I just I, I was talking to someone who I went to high school with his brother, and uh, and we were talking we were ta- uh, last year, and we were talking about that, and he was like, "My dad hated Jeff Slook so bad." I'm like, "Yeah, that's right." <laughs> but no, but be, but I still stuck with the chorus class, and I loved it, and and so that's when I you know I mean a few years later I started playing guitar, and a few years after that I started learning how to write songs and stuff. So yeah, anyway. Thank you, unrequited or, or you know, uh, broken hearts, for <laughs> teaching me to want to love music, for teaching me how to Dougie. So I got a question for the group. Then what is the question? Hashi is going to ask. How long will Andrew Streeter stick around? Will we actually get around to asking special guest Yeti Blanc about his monumental suey win? Will Ron continue his streak of pissing off our guests? Stay tuned to find out the answers to all of this and so much more on Yeti Blanc 2.2 on the Outsider Social Club. You're listening to the Outsider Social Club on the Half-Ass Podcast Network. Did you know that?